Warren226 and Unruly Simeon. You won the giveaways from last week. Comic fam, enjoy your trending comics list. I got my 12-sided die. I got my kitty pride, and I'm here with an Overstreet Price Guide advisor, Russ Bright, to chat the trending comics of the week. How you feeling, brother? I am great, Tom, but there is no kitty pride or X-Men on the list. But we are talking about their Canadian counterpart. Alpha Flight made the list this week? That's right, comic fam. Buckle up. We got a vid for you today. Hit the subscribe, slap the like, stay tuned to the end because you know we got a giveaway on deck. And let's chat about number 10 on the list. Donny Cates, the bad boy of comics, had a pretty damn good week. But first, Tom, we have to say happy birthday to a member of the comic community. Yeah, let's give a big happy birthday to the daughter of one of our mail call members, Taylor. She was born today. We appreciate you. Glad you exist at the same time as we do. Let's hit him with some Donny Cates God Country goodness. Number 10 on the list, God Country, number one. We've been talking about this Donny Cates book for the last couple years. Now, it came out in 2017, but this week we are seeing sales of $60 on average and a high sale of $350 for CGC 9.8. We actually talked about this book back in 2018, back when Donny Cates was getting excited about starting the screenplay. He had high hopes for this just a little over a year and a half after its release that it would see option status. Well, we found out in 2019 that he completed that script and he was all hyped about it. And do you remember the 25th image anniversary black bags that we did videos unbagging on Instagram like a year before the channel even started? I do. Yes, we did a very, very long time ago. There were 1,992 of these blind boxes made. There were 25 image comics in there and they randomly inserted, I think there were 17 different titles and there were a bunch of different variants, a color, a color version, a black and white, a black and white version, and then some sketches and original arts randomly inserted. Now, of all those issues that were included, there are four I want to point out specifically because they were God Country variants and they are scarce as hell. I'm talking like very limited listed as well as some that haven't hit eBay in over three months. We're chatting about this blue cover. There is a trade dress and a virgin copy. There is a virgin 9.8 signed by Donny Cates currently listed for $2,000. And that's not even the rarest one. The odds of pulling that one out of that black bag in a virgin copy was one in 170. God Country also had black and white variants. There was a trade dress and a virgin. The virgin odds were one in 511 boxes. That's the one that we haven't seen on eBay in forever. And when those actually come out, they're going to hit the roof. Well, considering there was just a sale for a $400 CGC 9.8 double-signed copy of the trade dress version of the variant you were just describing, when the virgin copy hits the market, because one hasn't been seen in over three months on eBay, the sky's the limit. Especially when you find out that the co-creator of Sweet Tooth from Netflix, Jim Mickle, is set to direct God Country for Legendary. The key issue alert for God Country number one was first seen in August of 2018. So if you're not paying attention to the Key Collector app, you gotta download it. It's in the Apple Store, it's in the Play Store, and use code TOM101 for two free weeks of the best comic app out there. This news has doubled the amount of comics sold for this title week over week. Donny Cates tweeting out how excited he is, but not just for this potential option news and an awesome director that's attached, but because of the Eisner nominee that crossover his title over at Image just received. Just like number nine on the list, we got to talk about We Live. 
Number nine in the list, We Live Number One. We got news this week that it was nominated for an Eisner for the best limited series. And that's why we are seeing it selling for $40 average sales and a $230 high sale for a CGC 9.8. This limited series takes place in the future when a transmission from deep space starts broadcasting the countdown to the end of the society. So 5,000 children are chosen and have to make to the rendezvous point in time. We're seeing a 120% increase in copies sold for this comic book, and this takes place in 2084, five days until Extinction Day. Will the children make it across the plains of this post-apocalyptic world that's more in the style of Last of Us, you know, vegetation being overgrown, which causes for a very beautiful set for this comic book to take place in. And this is a triple wraparound cover. I suspect that this is going to be very difficult to secure in high grade. You're right, Tom. This book is an anomaly from the very start. A lot of times you see these dystopian futures and it, no, this is more of a utopian future. It looks like the vegetation and the lush and the growth. And in order to accommodate that, you have these fold out covers and these massive panels that show this lush vegetation. That's different. And another thing that's different is throughout the comic book, they've got these codes that you can scan to your phone and it actually plays the soundtrack that you're supposed to listen to while you're reading the comic book. A lot of great innovations happening in this book and it's going to be condition sensitive because you figure people are handling it and opening it and folding it because there's so much to delve into with this astoundingly groundbreaking comic. And now at the list at number eight, with Fantastic Four issue number 33, we're talking about the antagonist to not just the Avengers, Fantastic Four and the Century, but to Submariner, we're talking Atuma. We're talking about $615 average sales, a $1,300 sale for a CGC 9.2, and a near $3,000 sale for a CGC 9.2 signed by Stan the Man Lee. This six foot eight towering antagonist to Submariner is the focus of spec, causing an uptick in copies sold of 350% this week after unconfirmed rumors has not just slated this character, but Namora for Black Panther 2 along with Submariner. Number seven on the list, Thor 364. This is a repeat offender. $25 average sales, $495 for a CGC 9.8. It's the first appearance of Puddle Gulp, Simon Walterson, who turns out to be Throg, the frog version of Thor. And later, we get to see him wield Frogjolnir, which is the frog version. That's a little chip of Mjolnir that fell off. Why are we talking about this, Tom? Because there is a Lego minifig leak that there is apparently a Throg minifig. I don't know if Super Pets is happening. I don't know what's happening in the MCU. This feels like a bit of a stretch. A lot of people in the action figure community like to make the leap from one place where we have a minifig to they're going to show up in the movie. A lot of times they're just making a figure. I'm still not certain that this spec is going to be anything long-term, but 140% in copies sold this week. That's a great increase. I appreciate you mentioning the contingency of the success of Super Pets, because if that happens, then we could expect to possibly see a Pet Avengers movie. And this is a character that's strangely uber popular in the collector scene. People love Throg. Right. So if there's any potential, he could actually hit the screen. Once we see some movement actually take place beyond Lego figures, this could be a good bet. But it also justifies this over $400 sale for a 9.8, which seems preposterous. 
All right, folks, if you've been living under a rock, last Wednesday premiered the new Loki show on Disney+, and they are releasing new episodes every Wednesday for the next few weeks. If you are not watching this on Wednesdays, tread lightly with our videos, because you know, with WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier, we had a lot of comics that were spiking because of the show. This next issue, and potentially something later, may have been influenced by Loki. This is your warning. That's right, comic fam. You have an extra day every week to get caught up on Loki versus like the other MCU shows that we've discussed. So here on out, spoiler warning when you watch our trending video because comics are affected by what goes on in media. Now we're talking about Fantastic Four, 352, the second cameo appearance of the Time Variance Authority. That's right, the corporate office that we were just introduced to in the Loki series. But more importantly, this is the first team appearance of the Minuteman. We're talking about the Time Variance Authority Police Force. This is still a very affordable $5 average sale, and the highest sale we could find was $75 for a CGC 9.4. I'm sure there will be 9.8s coming in the very near future, but will the popularity hold up? This week, 208% increase. In copies sold. People just saw Loki and saw the impact of the Minuteman. Just how brutal and forceful they are, but how powerful they are as well. And I really dig it, especially because someone's taking out the Minuteman, lighting them on fire, causing a ruckus, but we'll get to that at the end of the video. As we alluded to last week, James Tynan IV is one of the best writers working on comics right now, so congratulations to him for his Eisner nominee for Best writer for Something is Killing the Children. And if you want to get in on our Something is Killing the Children 16 variant cover by Raf Grissetti, the art director for God of War, you need to sign up for the Mystery Mail Call. Link in the description down below. We have three days and less than 30 spots left. ComicTom101.com to join the community. Big thank you to Boom Studios, Ross Ritchie, James Tynan IV, congratulations, and Raf Grissetti, the Michelangelo of the digital age. We couldn't have done it without you. This is one of our biggest months to date. Thank you. Number five on the list, we're talking about Alpha Flight number one. This is one of those books that I think you and I joked about because no one wanted it, no one cared about Alpha Flight, and all of a sudden, Alpha Flight number one coming in on the list, $10 average sales, and $450 for a CGC 9.8. I'm astounded. $500 for a CGC 9.8 at a newsstand. Oh my this God. is one of those books, this runs that when we would get collections over mm -hmm. this last decade, it was almost guaranteed that there would be at least one set of this entire run, if not two. I had 164 copies of Alpha Flight number two come in a single collection, Tom. Do you remember that? Dude, that was a shop that went out of business because they bought 168 copies of Alpha Flight number two. Well, if that blows your mind, consider this, Russ. Back on the Hot 10 list last week with Gem Mint Collectibles. It's your boy, Gem Mint. We chatted about Uncanny X-Men 120, the cameo appearance of Alpha Flight. GPA putting 9.8 heights at $4,500. Shout out Butch the Comic Gato joining us today. Well, last week we had records from Comic Link hitting over $11,000 for that book wow. at 9.8. What is happening? Well, we have MCU spec. I suspect it's because that members are looking at the first appearances of other X characters that they can still get in on. 
at the ground floor before they really take off. And this is one of those books that, yes, there may be a potential, but I really think that Alpha Flight would have to come after other mutant characters that it may be kind of a long shot, at least for some time. Side note, long shots hitting 9.8 above $700. What's up? (laughs) All right, let's take a look at number four on the list because Jeff Lemire just is bragging all week about the success of Sweet Tooth for good reason. We have Sweet Tooth number one hitting $180 average sales, a high sale for a CGC 9.8 at $1,000. And what's this? A CGC? Nope. A CBCS? Nope. Now we're talking about a PGX 9.8 hitting $1,000 as well. Wow, that is absolutely incredible on all levels. Again, congrats to Jeff Lemire. This has been a fantastic show and just one of the best books that I read when it first came out. I love it, dude. And just so great. Although my favorite thing that I saw this week is that on his Instagram, he actually sent out a rejection letter that he got back in 2017. And it straight up said, no one is going to buy a Dear Boy show and definitely no one is going to make it. So ha ha on whoever the heck that person was. This show is superb man. The cinematography is stunning. So much character development, so much depth that it caused an uptick of copies sold of 533% this week for a title that was only ordered at 18,000 by retailers back in the day. I think that Jeff Lemire is going to be excited to know that not only did this land with the mainstream and is embraced by the comic book community across the board, it's going to open up doors. We're going to see more Jeff Lemire titles hit the screen. Tom, that low ordered number is probably because it was a Vertigo book. And what have we seen with other Vertigo books? You can't see this comic fan, but this cat is just like laying all over the table. all over it. It's great. So Vertigo books, Sandman, Preacher, a lot of these books, Constantine, have been optioned and are making things. The next book on the list, number three, Red Thorn, is another one of those Vertigo books that no one is really thinking about, but they were all praising it when it came out, and everyone's talking about what an amazing read it is. If you are not a fan of Vertigo books, just go start picking things up. Fables. I mean, there's just books out there that are so good that are just underrated. It's more mature, more for adult readers. Mm-hmm. Black Label is kind of what it was replaced with. Right. However, Red Thorn seeing $15 average sales, a high sale for a raw copy at $35 because it wasn't specced upon. People weren't getting this graded, but it did have high praise and increase of copies sold of 2,100% in the last seven days. After announcement that it has been optioned for a six-episode hour-long series production company wall-to-wall bringing it to BBC Scotland. So 8,000 people are going to watch it. That's right. (laughs) I'm so excited. No, but this actually takes place in Scotland. That's right. And it's because we have a main character that has Scottish heritage. And there's a lot of stuff with Scottish lore and mythology that are tied into this story. I think that even if it hits there, it may break stateside. We've seen a lot of shows that start in the BBC, like The Office, and move here and are expanded upon, like The Office. We're talking cynical humor, horror, supernatural, Scottish legends, deities that are breaking out of prison to cause a ruckus. We have a character, a lead that draws things that come to life. Comic fam, you got to read this comic book. All that and a side of haggis, 2,100% copies sold on, again, a book that no one was specking on. Number two on the list, we have Hawkeye number one, the first solo series of 
Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. And we know that Kate Bishop is slated for the future, as well as this underappreciated spec that keeps happening. In the near three years that we've been covering the trending videos of the week, we have seen countless first issues of solo titles for characters that are going to hit the screen and then that do hit the screen that take off. Look at these prices because we were chatting two weeks ago on the live show, the podcast with Fire Guy Ryan, that this comic book was primed for specking because it could have been secured for under $10 for quite some time. We're reporting on $25 average sales this week and a high sale of $330 for a CGC 9.8. So the fact that we've seen Kate Bishop in Young Avengers, and we've been talking about Kate Bishop forever, the Hawkeye books that we've been mentioning have all been from the Matt Fraction all-new Hawkeye run. Well, now, this is the Kelly Thompson run that has gone roundly ignored for a very long time. So the fact that we're seeing a 525% increase in copies sold, I think people are finally understanding Kate Bishop is coming, and you should probably get these now. Remember what happened to Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, the first solo issue? When we were chatting about that, it was hitting under $60. Recent average sales puts that issue number one at $135. Wow. Remember when we were talking about Miles Morales, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man number one? When we were chatting about that, it was hitting under $100 years ago. Recent sales putting that at an average high of $200 for a high-grade raw copy. There are a lot of younger characters that people need to be specking on, and you need to like, subscribe, and watch us every single week to figure out what's happening. We're keeping track of that historical record, comic fam. Now let's take a look at the number one trending book of the week. We're chatting Loki. Spoilers incoming. We have Thor Annual 18. This book came out of nowhere. It was polybagged. It had a card. It's seeing $5 average sales and a high sale for a raw copy of $35 because as you like to say, Russ, nobody was specking on it. That's right. We have a big thank you to Ethan R. who tipped off Key Collector about the brief appearance of Loki where he shapeshifts at the end of this comic book into a female. Now, this is a cameo appearance, but the fact that the cameo at the end of this book looks suspiciously like what happens at the end of the first episode of Loki, 3,400% increase in copies sold. And again, it was polybagged with a card. So a lot of people probably have this, and the ones who opened it, it's not worth as much money. Because if you opened it, it's typically been read. It's a thicker book because it's an annual. That card tends to cause an imprint if it was sandwiched too close to the bag and board. So this is one of those weird occurrences where it actually may be damaged because it was kept safe. It may have been damaged because it was in polybag or without. It makes it a tough book. Thor Annual 18, a tough book. If Jeff was here, he would be laughing. Like, I can't imagine. But it's true. It is so true. It's another one of those modern books that, like I said... The Loki show is going to make these books spike. You need to tune in every single week and see what your collection is worth. Comic fam, I want to know your thoughts about this video. I want to know what you're specking on because of this show. Comment down below. Do you own any of these books? It'll answer you to win a King of Black number one cover art done by Nick Klein. And yes, may have a little cat hair on it. We appreciate your time today. As always, geek responsibly. Nothing said comic fam we got a podcast for you we got other videos for you check out the hot tan down there that's what jim mint it's your boy jim mint already told you about that and we got the podcast every week for you available on soundcloud spotify stitcher and itunes if you don't want to be watching our faces 
while we chat expensive paper. It's all about that paper, boy. 